Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one perfect page of Talmud each day. And on today's pages, Bava Kama 50 and 51, we learn a truly stunning and gorgeous lesson about God's mercy. Have a listen. Rabbi Hanina says, Anyone who states that the Holy One, blessed be he, is forgiving, vatran, of transgressions, his life will be relinquished, yevatru, as it is stated, the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, to Deuteronomy 32.4. In other words, God does not waive heavenly justice. Rabbi Chana says, and some say that Rabbi Shmuel Ba'nachmani says, what is the meaning of that which is written in the verse that recounts the 13 attributes of mercy, long-suffering, Erech Hapaim, Exodus 34.6, using the plural form, and it is not written as Erech Af in the singular, in order to teach that he is long-suffering for both the righteous and for the wicked, and does not punish them immediately for their transgressions. I read this, and I was honestly kind of trembling. It is such an incredibly moving sentiment. He is... Merciful for both the righteous and the wicked. And so, as ever, when I find myself deeply moved and in need of, of, of a deeper understanding of the great wisdom of the Talmud, I pick up the phone and I call the one man, our great friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute privilege and pleasure. And I think this passage is so incredibly moving and stands at the heart of what I think it means to live in dialogue with the divine and with God. Because very often in our lives, especially in this modern world, you know, it can seem that for all of our commitments and for all of our efforts that we place in our religious lives, we sometimes say, like, we don't have divine punishment and miracles rewarding us and punishing us. And people can have in their back of their minds creep in this sense that God doesn't really care. God doesn't really – I don't want to use the word punish, but God – there's no there's no reciprocity in this world for everything that I place into my religious lives. And what this passage is telling us is actually not something – about punishment and whether or not God is going to rain hellstorms on you, God forbid. This is actually about God's mercy and the fact that God cares about the details of your life. What it is saying is that God is not mevater, which is a Hebrew word which is still used colloquially, which just says, you know what, it doesn't matter, I'm not paying attention to that aspect, and just keep on going your merry way. In our lives, very often, we get distracted by the immediacy and that we assume that for all of our efforts in our in our religious lives we're going to have the immediacy of reward and punishment in our lives and very often we need to remind ourselves that the joy of religious life is amortized over the very course of our lives and that whether or not you have a Shabbos or you have a davening a prayer or you have a religious experience and you don't immediately feel the reward, the joy of that, that doesn't mean that God is not paying attention to the details of your life. Very often it means that the products of our commitments are amortized. They go out over the very duration of our lives. And that even when we do something that's maybe disappointing or even downright wrong, we shouldn't say, huh, nothing nothing happened to me. Like there's this great scene in The Simpsons where Homer is going to bed and he's thinking, you know, he wants to have a donut right before bed, but he 
But he's not sure, you know, I really shouldn't be eating it. So he looks up to God and says, God, if you want me to eat this donut, give me no sign. (laughs) (laughs) And Homer looks around for a second. There's no sign. And he goes ahead and eats that donut. That is not how we live religious lives. We live religious lives because it is the totality of our lives. Do we live a life in dialogue with God? And I'll just close with a story that my the teacher, the rabbi in my shul, who was a famed philosopher named Rabbi Walter Wurzberger, he one time had a story where somebody came to him and was, was looking to convert to Judaism and to become a Jew. And as is the practice, we don't proselytize. He said, you know, you, there are other ways to have meaning in your life and you could have a decent life and experience the world to come and all of the great rewards in the next world. So why, why, why convert? And this candidate for conversion looked at Rabbi Wurzberger and said, I don't want to have to wait until the world to come in order to experience divinity. I want it right here and now in this world. And I think that's what we're looking for, and that's what this passage of Talmud is telling us, that there are ways in the recesses and crevices of our lives where God cares about every intimate detail in our lives. And even if in the moment you eat that donut or make a mistake— You know, you say, give me no sign. That's not a way to live life. And that the signs, even if they may not be immediate and may not be explicit, they emerge over the duration of the commitments of our religious lives. Baruch Hashem, Rabbi David Bashevkin, thank you as ever for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.